Hey guys, it's me, Georgia Simmons, the founder of Greedy Vegan, and this is episode 9 of Catch-Ups in My Kitchen. This is a podcast where we talk all things food, plant-based food, non-plant-based food, and everything in between. This podcast means so much to me and Greedy Vegan, so if you do love this episode, please, please like, share, and subscribe. I hope you're hungry as there is a lot cooking in this conversation. I'm super excited for you guys to listen to my conversation with Hannah McCollum, who is the founder of Chickpea. Now, Chickpea is one of the brands that we stock at Greedy Vegan, and there is so much in this conversation that I think you're going to love. We focus a lot on sustainability and food waste, which I think is so, so important. And the more available that food is becoming, especially in London with these new fast delivery apps such as Gorillas, uh, Jiffy, Zap, I feel like we're wasting more and more as we prefer to get something fresh and order in rather than using up what we already have. And it's really interesting to hear Hannah's perspective on this from her experience in the events industry and also her um, feedback on how we kind of can get better at that and what we can do in our homes to kind of, yeah, combat food waste as best we can. We also talk all things hummus from exotic new varieties such as chocolate and peanut butter. Yes, apparently this is a thing and I cannot wait to try some. And we also discuss the versatility of hummus and how important it is, especially when it comes to a plant-based diet because it's so full of nutrients and also it's just so, so delicious. So without giving any more away, let's jump straight in. So I'm sat here today with Hannah, who is the founder of Chickpea. So how are you today? Oh, hi. I'm really well, thank you. Good. Busy day. Oh, I know. It is a very busy, <laughs> oh, yeah. very busy Tuesday. Um, so to start off this uh, podcast, I always start with quick fire questions. They're the same questions every time and they're all about food. So don't think too hard about the answers. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Juicy burger or overloaded salad? Overloaded salad. Rice or noodles? Ooh, Noodles. Um, cook in or eat out eat out and what is your favorite delivery never had one no way <laughs> <Yeah>. <gasps> how come because I'm a cook and I, I don't know I just feel that um when I'm at home I do actually have a lot of food always at home because I do so many collaborations and there's so many I just have so much in my cupboard and I'm yeah. always trying to get rid of it so when I eat out, I eat out and I love that. But when yeah. I'm in, I just, I kind of have a lazy eating in, like... That is so fresh. good. That's so good. I mean, I don't, I don't get it a lot, but it's the kind of thing when you just got back, you've like been at home for the weekend, you get back and you're yeah. like, oh God, I've got nothing in, and then you kind of order it. I, I can totally understand that. I think my problem with it is that I'm getting a vehicle to come to me, so that's petrol, bad for the environment, then I'm then there's loads of packaging. Yeah. Um, and I just hate both of those things. So I would feel incredibly guilty. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I, if I if I ordered one, I would I'm sure really enjoy it and be like, great, special occasion. And I actually have done it once with my friends, but 
they ordered it and then I was in, so I had yeah. it. But um, I've never ordered one for myself. Oh my god, yeah. that is that is very very good. <laughs> so you mentioned packaging and petrol, so that kind of leads quite well onto my first topic, ah. which is sustainability. Great. So. Obviously, sustainability is very important to you, and you, in your what you did before Chickpea, kind of led you to what you did for Chickpea. So, talk about your past and what you became aware of in your past job. Oh, so yeah, great question. I was in catering, events, hospitality, um, and private cooking for a lot of my kind of in between job stages, mm-hmm. and. I saw vast amounts of food go to waste when I was cooking at large catering jobs, which were um, events like Wimbledon, racing, all these big sports events where there's a lot of food that has to be pre-ordered and then Mm. a lot of boxes and tents where people are ordering really nice food, but it's all off-site, so there's never... Uh, well, there wasn't at the time recycling or food redistribution organized at all. And so I would see very, very good food and a lot of meat and a lot of fish going in the bin daily. And it used to really, really upset me. Like I I had to leave working for the hospitality industry because I just was like, if I can't enjoy this and I'm going home being so stressed out by what's happening, this is not good for me. No. And so, and then on the food jobs that I was, cooking at which were private for private clients so that's holidays abroad or you know go off for a week um cooking in the alps and replacing somebody who just injured themselves or or a dinner party in um london mm. uh i would always make sure that i had basically not too much food ordered but also i would always reuse the food redistribute it or could turn it into something else if i was there for a week or longer and i was just passionate about never throwing anything away mm. and i don't thing that came from anywhere in particular I just have always felt that there's too much in the world in in every industry and so why can we not reuse and throw away as little as possible yeah I mean I completely agree that I waste I do not waste anything at home like I even my onion skins and garlic skins even go into a freezer bag and that's what gets used in my stock yeah so I'm very very similar like I literally um pepper carrot peels any anything foodie any food I put into a freezer bag and then when it's full I just put a load of hot water on salt pepper miso whatever and make it into stock brilliant idea I think we'll be sharing that on chickpea yeah do it yeah absolutely it's a good one but I completely agree and I can't I like Christmas day Christmas time is another one oh Mm. my god everyone's bulk buying everyone's buying so much food and then I just think, like, where's everyone putting it? Exactly. Like, where's it going? I know it's it's a horrible time of year in many in mm. many ways, and I don't know why people feel the need that we have to eat so much more, have that great big meal, but still buy, um, you know, normal quantities. We just it's this kind of social marketing kind of time that we're in where we yeah. feel like we need to go overboard and always um, buy in excess, and it's just so unnecessary. But I think more people are being aware about the fact that we don't need to eat so much more yeah. at Christmas or whatever. And so, yeah, no, that's so, so yeah. true. And like when you were at these events and stuff and when you were catering, like how much food waste were, are we talking? Like, obviously you've seen it from like a big scale. Like what, yeah. how bad is it? So I don't want to name names here, but for one large event I was cooking at, which was over a few weeks, um, every day, the plated up meals that weren't purchased and this is behind the scenes in the kitchen 
were then thrown in the bin rather than being used the next day. And these are like trolleys and trolleys full mm. of like beef steaks and then the other ones all salmon and then another tray of crab. And wow. And so that was at a very large quantity. Then all the cakes and um, big platter and um, buffet dishes at other events, the whole tables get wiped <gasps> because heated food isn't allowed to be reheated or redistributed. And then anything that's been out, i.e. out of the kind of cooking facilities, means that, you know, some it's air airborne. So other people yeah. could have breathed on it or it could be contaminated in some sort of way. So that uh, kind of means that nearly every single event that you could think of possibly in, in this country and in the world that's gone, um, that's had food out means that they have to throw it away. And that's, that includes restaurants like pe- all those pizza restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to throw away food every 20 minutes because <gasps> they're only allowed to have food out for a certain amount of time before it has to be refreshed. So wow. you've got those kind of problems as well. And then um, film catering. So I've cooked oh, yeah. on a few of those. And this isn't just food, but they don't organise recycling at these large, I guess, mm. off-site venues all the time. So you just see vast amounts of black bin bags um, being left out at the end of the day. And it's all mixed. And it's big cans and you know, all large food service size catering yeah. um, packaging. And then a lot of the food is thrown as well because they don't really know the quantities because there's too much choice and again this is what what's coming to choice yeah. is a big problem these days we have to have like two meat two fish and two veggie options yeah rather than one meat one fish and one veg or one meat and one veg and then the next day one fish yeah one veg. so true like and people's gonna people are gonna make a decision exactly like, or asking what they want beforehand yeah you know how many to cater for so um, and that's the same in offices across the country, like Facebook, Google, they all cater for people within the office. And again, that's the same problem, too much choice. Yeah, it's, it is a difficult one. It's, I do understand when it comes to hygiene and food safety, like obviously there's been scandals and you can't have anything go wrong. But I think there's somewhere you can meet in the middle for sure. I think it's just got a bit far. Yeah, me in the middle to start with. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, where I live in London, they there's no food recycling. Really? Yeah, and I questioned them about it. I was like, why, why not? And they said that apparently the borough of Wandsworth doesn't really do food recycling. Like, it's really not in place. It doesn't have the green bins, so, like, you're no. in the thing. No, no. Like, keep pushing. Because, I know. Um, as soon as councils hear from people in their area Mm -hmm. it means that they'll start listening but if they don't get the pressure then they won't do it so just spread the word and get everyone to get on it yeah yeah so so true so with um you being like aware of all this waste kind of led you to using up a lot of unwanted vegetables or wasted vegetables in your chickpea products so what would you say is like the most wasted vegetable or is there a wasted vegetable? Or <laughs> Yeah, I think it totally depends on different farmers because different areas of the country grow different vegetables mm. and there's often waste in, in different vegetables at different times of the year depending on the season and the weather. So I don't think necessarily there's one type of hummus, uh, hummus? <laughs> vegetable that gets mm. wasted more than the other. However, I think salad could be up there because it's such a short life um, product and it also gets eaten but (laughs) very easily but um 
because of that and and it's also affected much more by the weather yeah. than root vegetables like beetroot and carrots so i would say salads and um i was going to say celery but i don't think that's right salads and rockets and spinach yeah. are probably um most vulnerable mm-hmm. but turnips and things like sprouts and pumpkins which are all quite um seasonal for events and mm. the time of year those can be ordered incorrectly by retailers and, and the estimate of what people are going to um, consume is often wrong and so therefore those those vegetables can end up having fields of waste oh my um, gosh yeah it's crazy when you actually think about it like it's actually quite scary like where does it all go and like I mean sometimes leaving the vegetables in the field is actually quite good for the nutritional value of the soil so it's like a bit of a regenerative process Mm -hmm. for um, the soil which is really important yeah Um, but again it's obviously better to be eaten and 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 harvested and Mm. then what's best to then happen is for animals to come in and and do that regenerative process by kind of churning it in the soil and making it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, better for the next season okay yeah <clears throat> that is so true um so what led you then to do chickpeas so obviously you left the catering world because you just couldn't and the hospitality hospitality world because you just couldn't watch it anymore so then yeah. what led you to chickpea um so i i was working in central london for a lovely company doing all sorts and i was often going home after work and I would be quite lazy cooking for myself. So I would always turn what I had left over in the fridge, so often vegetables, um, into different types of hummus. Mm. And I just love hummus and I find it extremely versatile. And I was seeing it just become more and more popular in this country. And so I did quite a bit of research in the hummus market. But also with all my cooking jobs, I was turning all the leftover vegetable dishes into dips and hummus and the reputation that I kind of got was, Hannah, you know, what's the dip of the day? Mm. Every time I was cooking, like, in a villa, everyone would be like, what's the dip of the day? Because every day I would have different colourful vegetable dips or hummus from the leftovers. So it was almost an obvious answer. I didn't have to think much about it. It was what I was doing, and I just thought, yeah, that's that's the way forward. Keep keep. Definitely. Well, it's also a great way to use up surplus vegetables. I was going to say yeah. that's one way that listeners could definitely yeah. take from this is, make yeah make dips out of unwanted vegetables what other ways are there that you yourself try and combat um food waste other than making it into dips are there any other tips that you could give yeah i i bake or roast everything that's Mm -hmm. um about to go out of date so even if it's already on its way out and most people might think it might be done just put it in the oven because some oil and spices and salt and pepper and it will come out tasting fine and you've yeah. just basically given it another life and you can then put that into pastas rice dishes mm. pies soups i just love roasting vegetables and then blending them again and if you want <laughs> instead of blending it just for a dip yeah. turn it into a soup add so the true. stock from the from the um leftover peels yeah exactly um there's so much and i i did a lot of exploring with baking at the time as well like blending and I guess blending kind of leftover carrots and beetroots and making kind of safe, sweet cakes, but healthy cakes. So carrot oh, cakes, amazing. beetroot, chocolate cake, yeah. um, sweet potato brownies. All all these things can be turned into something sweet if you're if you're not feeling savoury. Yeah, time. so true. And if it's probably on the turn a bit, it'll probably be quite nice when it's in the baked. Yeah, because like you can have lots of sugar. Yeah, and it will taste healthy sugar, honey or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that's <laughs> yeah. so so true. 
So as well as um, hummus obviously being great use of unwanted vegetables and reusing lots of vegetables, it's also obviously really good for your health. Like there's loads of health benefits to hummus. Like what yeah. can you explain a bit more about why hummus is so good for you? Yeah, absolutely. I was reading a bit about this this morning. So very high in fiber mm-hmm. um, and fiber is something that's so important to our diet. And I think yeah. some people don't really realize how much we should have in our diet so that comes from the chickpeas especially but also some of the vegetables and the tahini Mm. tahini has um numerous nutritional um benefits and similar to avocado in a way it just loads of minerals and vitamins um highly recommend um and then the vegetables obviously so you've got a lot of mag sometimes magnesium but fiber calcium um lots i mean yeah yeah and i think also chickpeas are like little power packs of protein as well so i guess hummus is super high in protein protein. too (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like there's something major missing protein exactly and um beans whatever beans you can get into your diet i don't know if you've heard of the bean protocol but um the bean protocol is basically expressing how how amazing beans are and like combating all sorts of diseases Mm. um so if you listen to the bean protocol podcast um that'll really give you some information on how important beans are and just getting a little bit into every single meal yeah. of your day. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, really beneficial. I know I've seen on, on Chickpea Story, but we also um, now stock the Bold Bean uh, Company, which, yeah. I mean, I've actually got my mum on them as well and she actually <laughs> eats them out the jar. And I'm like, mum, stop. <laughs> I got the white beans out and I made a white bean and parsley hummus wow. um, for Mother's Day, actually, mm. lunch. And my mum was eating them out of the jar yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> mum. I'm like, put that. them away. Like, <laughs> don't do that. But no, they're so, so good for you. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to discuss is, obviously, you can now get hummuses. Well, I mean, I say you can now get, you probably have always been able to get hummuses in supermarkets. But mm. there are obviously different qualities of hummus. So talk a bit about, obviously, the difference between your hummus and I don't know Sainsbury's own brand, for example. Yeah. What are the what's the difference? So obviously, with ours, the three main flavors of ours have vegetables in them: so mm-hmm. ginger, carrot, turmeric, beetroot, and horseradish, and that's thirty to thirty-five percent of the ingredients. So that brings a lot more flavor, but it's also really high quality mm. um, produce. Um, on the whole, I think the quality of our products are just genuinely higher, mm-hmm. and so that means you will get a better tasting product. The texture should be better, the flavor, um, which is all really important. And then ours are also natural, Mm -hmm. so no preservatives. um, And most supermarkets products will have potassium sorbate, which some people might not think is a problem, but I just would prefer not to have chemicals in my food. Yeah. So um, that would be the main three things, really. Yeah. Um, And also ours are made in smaller quantities, which is just more care. Yeah, that's so true. And also I think that's a very good point when it comes to quantities because it kind of goes back to what we were saying about there's just too much in the world. Like sometimes Mm. it's just too much. Like (laughs) you just work your way through it and then you work your way through the next one. And it's like, no, sometimes smaller, but better quality is is better. Exactly. So that kind of answered my next question, which is going to be like, are there anything in supermarket branded hummuses that people should watch out for? But I guess that is potassium. Yeah, I would say so on the yeah. whole. And and just like the recyclability of the mm. packaging. So ours is 100% recyclable, but it's also reusable. Whereas, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to compare. I do think that supermarkets 
um, own brand is okay, but I think it's just yeah the yeah. size and yeah. volume of which everything is being produced. And yeah, yeah, definitely more of a machine. <laughs> yeah, I mean there'll be no love and care going into that product for sure. We'll just be like. Yeah, got out now. really really quickly yeah that's so true so talk about the different varieties of hummus that you have for people who don't know and are listening like what are your um different flavors so the three main ones which are what i actually started out with were are um beetroot and horseradish mm-hmm. um which is an amazing combination and those that don't like beetroot or those that don't like horseradish often get totally converted mm. and there's not too much of either flavor so it's a real winner and it's by far our best seller it's got a great taste award um then carrot ginger and turmeric so the root carrot and the root ginger but just that little bit again higher quality healthier Mm. um than than what you call it powder um and then there's the spinach and parsley which we've renamed from herbie recently okay um just to kind of make it more clear about what's in there and of course uh spinach and parsley full of antioxidants as well so really healthy really earthy and just such a fresh flavor and i think all of the vegetable ones are really fresh tasting Mm. Um, and then we've got our more recent Velvet, okay, which is super smooth. I love that one actually now because I guess it's the newest. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I'm less used to it. Yeah, and it's got olive oil in as well. Mm, um, nice. And then we we did have our chocolate banana and peanut butter one, and no cacao, way. avocado, and banana. Oh my gosh, yeah. I've never seen these. Yeah, they they were on our website. We've actually just launched our new website today, which is really exciting. Oh, that is so exciting. They're not on there, but I am going to maybe think about adding them on there as okay um but it just means i have to be in the kitchen making chocolate hummus and i oh don't so you are definitely of, making those yourself i'm making those myself but we did <gasps> wow. launch with them in whole foods when i first started but chocolate hummus is really exciting we just i think need to change the hummus name to something else because yeah. it, people don't know what to do with it whereas if it's a healthy nutella then you might know what to do with it wow this sounds very exciting <laughs> i think that's so true because you can make like we were saying earlier, making brownies out of sweet potato and stuff. Mm-hmm. So why can't you have hummus with chocolate in it? Oh my god, yeah. that's so exciting. Well, chickpeas also, don't taste of anything necessarily. No, so that's why I, I made. I used to cook for a nursery like once a week, and I used to make chickpea and chocolate chip cake, and I was quite unsure of it. And then I thought it was the most delicious cake I've ever made. Amazing. So, what? Um, that's yeah. so good i mean i know i often put tahini on my porridge which is just nice. so nice so i think mm. there's definitely room for um a chocolate flavored hummus and that is super different yeah so that is really yeah. cool i think yes but the problem is is that everyone wants to try it but then they'll end up choosing the beetroot hummus over yeah. the chocolate so the sales tend, tend to be less good yeah that's true that's true i mean I love your products and beetroot <laughs> and horseradish is definitely my favorite. Oh, really? Um, okay. But I love them all, really. Um, but also with those flavors, you've got a lot of um, added added um, superfoods, I guess, with yeah. the turmeric and exactly. ginger and beetroot's really good for you as well. So not yeah. only are you having hummus, but I guess you're having, yeah, yeah. extra extra benefits as well getting the colors into your diet exactly eating the rainbow which i always bang on about on here because if you're plant-based especially it's good to eat like a variety of um of foods so going on to plant-based a little bit um with the plant-based movement have you noticed there's been a bit of a like a shift in demand for you guys obviously hummus is quite a big staple in a lot of plant-based consumers diet so have you found that um yeah it's benefited for you guys yeah, I'm sure it has in some ways, and it's, and it's quite difficult to tell, really, because slowly as you launch into more places, um, 
you're just genuinely getting better sales. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, I, I it's a conversation I have with buyers, and they are there is definitely the the yeah the hummus popularity plant based yeah scene is is definitely there. Um, our veggie bites more so probably mm. are are more popular for the plant based diet. Con- yeah because, um discussions because they are more of an alternative food for um meat yeah that's because true. they look a bit like meat they look like meatballs or something like that and yeah. so it's that kind of solid something rather that yeah. you can add to your meal whereas hummus is still kind of seen in this country as as a food that can be eaten prior to your yeah, meal rather snack. than as yeah as a snack mm. and actually what i'm trying to do is make people realize that it's great as part of your main meal mm. and having like hot hummus bowls with toppings and a salad and yeah like they do in uh, the middle east and so but anyway at the moment yeah hummus is still a snack veggie bites definitely seems more of the meat alternative yeah oh my god your veggie bites are so good as well <laughs> i think um veggie bites kind of remind me like a bit of like a falafel and exactly they, they are yeah they are. they're kind of quite similar and i think again going back to um supermarket own branded compared to yours i think they're quite like a lot of own branded falafels are quite solid whereas mm. yours like are so soft and yeah no people haven't tried them they're so good yeah, thank you um so are you plant-based yourself predominantly mm-hmm. um being a chef as well it's quite i have to cook meat and fish and mm-hmm. um therefore i also have to have my own food so yeah. um i'm just very careful with where my products come from so I would never buy meat or fish for myself. I very, very rarely buy dairy for myself either. Yeah. But when I'm cooking, um, I will make sure basically everything is organic, yeah. locally sourced. So the meat is actually really good. But um, I think the main thing that I will eat now that isn't plant-based are eggs occasionally yeah, organic. Mainly for my health. That's yeah. the only real reason. And because I'm not going to eliminate a cake that's nice from a cafe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I um, agree. But I think the more people can do a plant-based diet predominantly mm-hmm. will just make the planet a much, much better place. Yeah, so. no, I agree. And I also find, like, I don't have anything wrong with eggs. Like, I think I can yeah. always say that you've got to know your your why. And my I haven't got a why for eggs. Like, I, 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 As I, long as they're not battery farmed, because then you're, yeah. you know, I think the battery farming industry is so awful. And so when I see eggs that are just, you know, I don't know, what happy hens are from or but if it's from a a battery hen then mm. um you're just promoting yeah. and helping um animal cruelty yeah but if you're buying an organic egg from a lovely farm then i have no problem with no that. no i agree so what is your um your reason for being predominantly plant-based is it health or is it environment or is it a bit of everything a bit of everything um mm-hmm. i do think that we have to think about what our animals are fed so mm-hmm. going down the oh it's fine to eat an organic egg i still do think oh well what are the chickens being fed and if they're being fed soy which is what um Mm -hmm. a huge number of our animals are being fed and and that's the same with fish i think fish feed am i right um and also our pets um a lot of their food has either meat or fish um in it pets and then Mm -hmm. and then the the animals are being fed soy and that is basically coming from the rainforest which is being cut down and that's the what do they call it the heart or the lungs of the planet yeah so that is so important and i don't think it's i even forget about it yeah oh i've just actually eaten this you know cooking this really good chicken or pork for clients but actually you're still um you're still basically contributing to the rainforest being cut down so 
that for me is um, really, really why we have to reduce our intake. Yeah, so, so true. So true. And I think I like what you said about predominantly because like there doesn't have to be a black and white. I'm plant based. I'm not like you can do both. Like it's not a be all and end all if you want to have an egg or if you want to have a steak on your birthday like you can do that like no one's going to get annoyed at you you can do both exactly and I think that's why I don't love the um just the terms of what are you yeah Um, I'm not anything I will eat uh, everything but yeah I just have um values and and a time and place for eating certain things yeah no that's that is very very true (laughs) um so in terms of like what are your views on like the movement as a whole? Like, do you feel like things are getting lost in translation with the plant-based media? Like sometimes I feel like there's so much going on now with plant-based, like McDonald's are doing it, Burger King, which is great. Everyone's doing their bit, which I love. But I do sometimes feel like sometimes the real message is kind of lost a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I still think there's a massive lack of education around mm-hmm. it. Like why? Uh, why is why is it that we need to eat meat and blah 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 but um I do think that if people just ate less meat Mm -hmm. but didn't have to always um have an alternative like a plant-based burger which is still predominantly soy Mm -hmm. and like one company I saw which I thought was amazing before I suddenly looked at all the ingredients and it's predominantly soy Mm -hmm. um again that's cutting down the rainforest if 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 that soy is coming from there which you know I presume yeah um, it is so yeah, I think we still have to be really careful and also like food miles, carbon mm. footprint. So if you're eating avocados every day, you know, really? Is I that know. a better alternative um, than eating a locally kind of locally weird chicken? Yeah. Um, so I think people need to really, really look into what food products they're buying if they are being plant-based and, mm. and that needs to be shouted about in the media as well. Yeah. Which of course is to be missed yeah no definitely I think looking at ingredients is so important I mean I was looking at a um I often get sent emails like can you stop my product blah 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 and it was a plant-based bacon brand I'm not going to name names yeah. and I looked at their ingredients and it had palm oil in and yeah. I just thought really like you're cutting down like you're we're cutting back on meat here and you're putting palm oil in your bacon like that's really exactly. that's, that's not great I've seen a number of like products which are trying to be pork so it's like okay yeah mints yeah and then I looked into that and I could not believe what it was in there so Mm. also health-wise like if you're eating pork mince which is vegetarian and it's got 20 ingredients in it then Mm -hmm. you're putting a lot of chemicals and yeah ingredients that are going to be really quite poisonous for your blood system and everything else yeah a hundred percent I think there's a massive race at the moment to the top with plant-based market and a lot of brands are like rushing the system and trying to get their the best products well their products at the top and cutting corners and I think what we try and do at Greedy Vegan is we do stock alternatives but we are very careful with which ones we stock like I know that you know if you like the taste of meat but you're trying to cut back you know you may want some I don't know plant-based burger for example and there are some burgers out there that have great ingredients like kidney beans and beetroot in them amazing but there are some other ones that have like we said palm oil and so it's just being aware of which one is good and which one isn't so good um i think that gets lost a lot check your ingredients before you buy yeah that is literally (laughs) the main message so my last question for you is um i ask everyone this as well what would be your last meal starter main course and dessert what would it be so hard i really don't know what to say to this okay so starter um 
hummus yeah it's <laughs> I mean, gotta be it's gotta be but with like truffle oil mm. and um like tahini and mush garlic mushroom topping wow boom there we go that's amazing yeah. that sounds great <laughs> okay with some like lovely roasted carrots with like um a oh, bit of a belazoo sauce thing that i make with that oh that so, sounds really good so something like that mm-hmm. um then my main oh my goodness think on the spot quick um i, <laughs> I actually i just love otolenghi so a yes. mixture of amazing roasted vegetable dishes like sweet potato with walnuts and parsley and mm-hmm. and then like a caramelized onion um goodness knows beetroot and pecan dish and yeah. just things like that yeah like all together big green salad rocket yeah um even some like amazing kind of moroccan hot soft bread and you kind of yes. whack it all in that um, really nice delicious yeah i'm all I'm with you there that'd be on mine great and then my pudding would probably be like chocolate peanut butter or maybe chocolate almond butter tart yes that kind of thing with like dates yeah. and walnut things that is yeah. literally <laughs> the same as mine mine was very much along those lines was it yeah i'm definitely or a fondant in, yeah oh yeah chocolate fondant's fondant. really good i'm definitely along the kind of like lebanese kind of exactly yeah right. you smashed it he's done so well yeah there we go okay good Glad well that was a good one <laughs> um well thank you so much oh, um it's been sure. so interesting to hear your side of things i know you're so big on sustainability and i think people it, things that get lost in translation a lot of the time in the media so it's really great to hear your side of things a bit of background on chickpea and yeah it was super interesting so thank you thank you love talking about it with you thank you so much for listening to this episode and i really hope you enjoyed this conversation with hannah i certainly did if you are craving any of those products that we were referring to from the chickpea hummus to chickpeas veggie bites which as we mentioned, are basically falafels, to even the bold beans which you were mentioning, then please head over to greedyvegan.uk and add them into your next box. The beetroot hummus is incredible and you will not regret it. Thanks again and see you again next week.